Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You're the mom, the maid, the keeper of the cookies. You do it all and you look good doing it. It's parenthood on a mother level. Here's your host, Denise Hanitka. On a mother level is back. It's been too long, Lauren. Back again, back. I always want to sing you that You did Eminem this song. last time. Well, it pops in my head, okay? Restart. Three, Why? two, one. <laughs> Hurtful. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. Oh, my gosh. It has been a two-week hiatus, but we are back. We're back this week, and we're never leaving you again. <laughs> we Except had to for, come like, back. when Denise goes on vacation or something like that. We had to come back. This was this is an important week. This was vital. The deadline was Crucial. set. I'm I'm I have other things I should be doing, but this is priority. Truth. Look, we need to celebrate, and truly, I mean celebrate the end of Peter's garbage dumpster fire season of The Bachelor. Should we pop a champagne bottle? I wish. <laughs> a little Andre bar it from Kells. Oh. Or if it's Maddie, a little apple cider. Oh, yeah. Why, why were they spring- drinking sparkling apple juice? I'm like, because oh. Maddie's the worst. That's why. And Does we are going to get drink into too? it. No, she doesn't drink. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Did not know that. Yeah. Mama don't dance. Mama don't rock and roll. She sounds like a real good time. Look, we're going to get all into it. Because I'll be honest with you. I'm hating on Maddie. I'm... I've been hating on Maddie, but I'm also hating on Barb, and I'm low-key hating on Hannah Ann, and I've always been hating on Peter. I, I started the hate. I'm the president if I hate Peter. That's true. Like, he is so boring, Ugh, and I cannot take him seriously with that stupid scar. He he looked disheveled last night. He was just really a little boy getting scolded by his mother. Yes. But let's start. we got to start at the beginning. We can't just... Okay. Can't, can't so here's the, the deal. Right so here's the, the deal. We're getting to the Bachelor recap at the end, but first... I have my buddy John oh, your buddy? on the podcast today. Oh, yeah, I told him today that I think we're buddies. Oh, okay. So he is he's my enemy. Um, <laughs> he's, he's my personal trainer. I feel like such a turd saying that. But he's yeah. my personal trainer. He was also your personal trainer. He was my personal trainer. He's my personal trainer because he was your personal trainer. That's true. And he was my personal trainer because he was Liz's personal trainer. So Elizabeth he's really Wattis. making the rounds here at Channel 8. And you're going to hear why. Because he get some results and I've been loving the program with him and um, so we're going to go over like what my first three months has been like but please don't um, use my body as a frame of reference it's, it's much stop. better than that so I put John in I charge c- of the snapback I couldn't you know give- a full year after having Everett so right well I couldn't give up Dr. Pepper's so that's really why it didn't work out for me very well, well. You know, and you and him had some words about that yeah we really did all right he really so here saw we go. quite a few of my fits John Hunt from 818 Fitness is up first. Then Lauren and I on The Bachelor Recap is up next. So you can fast forward about 45 minutes. On a mother level <laughs> is back, baby. Does this sound good still? This is my normal voice now. <laughs> yeah, <this sounds laughs> I'm close enough and shit? Yes, this sounds fine. Okay. This is already going so badly. 
because I'm supposed to be watching The Bachelor right now. I gave up my Bachelor viewing to sit in here with you. You can watch it on ABC on Hulu. (laughs) I saw that tonight as we were watching America's Funniest Home Videos. I should be hanging out, eating queso and chips. Nope. Why not? Guys, you didn't come work out today. I know. But that's so a whole the last thing you need to do issue. is make worse decisions. Worse decisions. Yeah. This is the worst <laughs> decision I've made today. This is the best decision you've made today. Let's do this. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, so John is a little rowdy. John Hunt from 818 Fitness is a little rowdy here in the podcast studio. So we're just going to chill. You're not going to chomp that gum in this, in this Can you hear? interview is the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you sound like really? a llama. Do I need to take you it sound out? like a grazing we're llama. Gonna put it- Jesus. Okay, John. Yes. I'm so glad you're here on the podcast. So I wanted to have you here because honestly, and this is the last nice thing that I will say to you. um, (laughs) And the first? No, honestly, like it's, it's made such a huge difference for me to focus on my fitness and nutrition and stuff. And so I kind of want to share the love, spread the wealth of knowledge. Appreciate that. You've been killing it though. So, so I, I honestly love it. I usually drive away from the studio literally feeling like I can do anything. It's really that's right. awesome. That's good, though, it's right? Such that's a, what we it's want. such a cool feeling. Yeah, yeah. In addition to the fact that, like, I'm losing weight, I'm losing inches, and my pants are a little bit smaller. So That's the goal. Okay. Yes, I love it. So you and I first met because... You actually worked with a couple other people here at the station. Indeed. And so you had a little Saturday boot camp where you just invited people to come and try. And For so you sure. do you do like a circuit sort yeah. of a situation, yeah? Yeah, we uh, we were doing about once a month. Over the winter, it kind of slacked a little bit, but we hope to bring those back again. But yeah, yeah it's just, uh, I'd like to. I've had some other people ask me when I'm going to, so yeah. I'm thinking maybe April. Okay. Or end of March, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I mean, it's circuit style. It's a little bit of cardio, a little bit of strength work, a whole lot of fun, yeah. you know? So. so that was, that circuit day was one of like the toughest like workouts that I'd had in a really long time. You know, awesome. I had a baby like 10 months before and um, had a C-section. And so legitimately my guts hurt so bad for three days. I remember I Liz thought telling I, like, me that. I my guts yeah. open. <laughs> I swear it really, really hurt very, yeah. very badly. But you felt better shortly yeah. after. No. Yeah. yeah, I felt better. Yeah, yeah. But so, anywho, so even after going to that and feeling like it was kind of cool, I wasn't 100% sold yet. Sure. So, because um, I guess I felt like personal training was something for, like, very bougie people. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. What it's do you, not, like, though. yeah. So what's, I mean, why should people look into personal training as opposed to just, like, getting a gym membership? Um... I guess the easy answer to that is if you don't know what to do, and there's a couple reasons for that. One, it's just because you don't know what to do, right? You've yeah. never done it before. Um, but you could even take somebody that's uh, been going to the gym for years that is just bombarded with information daily online. You know, do a Google search for weight loss, and you're going to come up Seriously. with millions and millions and millions of different ways to do it. What the hell one's right for it? You know what I mean? It's we kind of dissect all of that in a sense and give you what's going to work, yeah. you know, and, and it's not perfect and we, but we can adjust more readily than you're able to on your own. So I think it, it's much more efficient. It's able to be effectively designed to fit your schedule, right? With workouts that make sense for your goals rather than endlessly searching, finding something only to figure out that it doesn't work to find something else to figure out that it, you know, so it cuts out a lot of that process and really streamlines it into just being about 
getting the results, feeling yeah. better, you know, having more energy that you were looking to do in the first place, and we cut out all the rest of it for you. So, I mean, what's the philosophy behind your program specifically? Um, I would have to say it's designed to fit fitness into your busy life. Yeah. You know, because the majority of our members are busy moms and dads, busy professionals, business owners who already run a really tight schedule as it is, right? And they want to get the most efficient workout, efficient nutrition plan that they can that's going to fit with their current day-to-day life mm-hmm. without having to upend it. And I think that's where it becomes difficult because there's that common misconception that it's got to be hours and hours and hours in a gym or it's got to be countless hours of meal prep on Sundays and, you know, whatever else you've been told to believe. And it doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. But they're busy. They're doing their thing. You know, they don't want to take all that extra time to figure this out. They want it done for them, right? You yeah. know, and that's where we come in and we – Again, put the plan together based off conversations that we have about what their specific goals are, and we design a program specifically for that. So every client of ours has a tailored program for their needs, right? Yeah. It's not some boxed program that you can find online on, you know, Pinterest or Pop Sugar or something like that that's going to be here, do this for a flat belly in five minutes, you know, I mean, which is bullshit anyway. <laughs> so it's, you know, how do we cut out the overly appealing stuff that doesn't work, but still give you something efficient, right? Because there's quick, you know, and efficient are two different things. And I think we often look for the quick fix instead of the efficient one. So something that stuck out to me that you said to me the other day, and it sounds really simple, but also it it stood out. Um, You talked about how it's a fat loss program, not a weight loss program. And those are two different things. They really are. Yeah. You know, I mean, so many of us, Myself, you, you know, any other client that shows up, right? They they get a number in their head that they want to see when they step yeah. on the scale. But here's the problem with that is there's never going to be a number that makes you happy. What you think it is, as soon as you step on it and achieve it, you're always wondering, why not one more pound? Yeah. Right? So when that becomes your focus, it becomes very, very difficult to stay engaged and stay motivated because you're always going to be kind of setting yourself up for a little bit of dissatisfaction. Yeah. And weight loss isn't linear. You know, it's all over the place. It's up one day, it's down another day, it's up this week, and it's down the next. And then you plateau or you stall out a little bit for a week, and it will just drive you crazy if you focus on it. But if you focus on fat loss with the proper program, that's always going to be much more linear, meaning you're constantly going to see it going in the right direction. It doesn't fluctuate as drastically as scale weight does because, you you know, you've got water weight and you're, you know, maybe a little bloated one day or you're retaining water, you binge ate and you're holding on to a little bit more and you need to make a trip to the bathroom. You know what I mean? But what? it's, a, yeah, but no, I mean, that's serious though, right? All of those things affect I it. I always pee before a weigh-in. It helps. All those things affect it, you know, and <laughs> I can't tell you how many people have just hung up on that number, you know, and it, it's, yeah, a, myself it's a losing included. battle. I like know you, you were pissed you after the first one. You saw me have a major, major weight yep, meltdown. I did, indeed. And it wasn't the first time I've seen it. I mean, not just right, from you, right, right. Talking, you know, I mean, that's regular, yeah. you know, and, and that's part of why I do what I do, right, is to educate people on, on really how to change their mindset when it yeah. comes to these types of things and other things that they can focus on and different victories that they can celebrate and that scale weight is going to be a byproduct of everything else. Eventually, it's going to go down if it needs to go down, mm-hmm. but that's going to be over time. And if you're weighing yourself every day, you're going to be frustrated, Disastrous. you know? Yeah, don't, don't bother. Throw it away. Yeah. 
Okay, so can we, um, we decided we were going to do this podcast like after my three-month little sure. check-in, yep. whatever. And also this is a good time because people are starting to think <clears throat> like spring break, beach body, the whole situation. Exactly. Okay, so can we, can you pull up some of my stats? Can we talk about them? For sure. Okay. What should we talk about first? Okay, so like when I started, <clears throat> um, so I had a baby like 10 months prior, mm-hmm. um, it, the weight didn't come off the way that it did with my first, For sure. you know, so I was kind of walking and not feeling like my 100% best, but I also didn't know the exact number on the scale. I just kind of had like a scary idea in my head. Right. And so um, the real, <laughs> the real starting weight was like 12 pounds above my scary weight. Right. And so that's why I had a meltdown. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so um, my goal, I guess, when I came in was just to fit in my pants a little bit better. For sure. Um, maybe like get back to the, you know, pre-baby Pre-kid situation. Feeling, um, yeah. And then slowly as I got into it, it was like, I also like want to get some arms that are a little bit ripped up. And, Which you did. You know, I mean, we're getting there. We're <laughs> right. honestly yeah, getting yeah. there. For sure. Only when I flex, but right. you know, that's You fine. don't walk around flexed all day? Well, like I mean, the, no, no, not like you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's how I greet all my people. <laughs> I want um, them to know they're in the right place. You okay. Know? So after three months, now, talk to me. How did I do? Wonderfully well. I'm surprised because you gave me a run for it. What? No, I did not. I have been a model client. You do do well. You do well. No, um, 16 pounds down in three months, which is stellar. I know we don't, again, talk about weight, and that's the one I lead off with. But that's the one that people can relate to. Like, if you can't see you right now, that's going to resonate a little bit with the listener. Um, 8% body fat, I think, dropped, which that one's huge to me. That's awesome. That's why you're seeing those arms and the definition that you are, right? We're building the lean muscle. Not getting bulky, just getting strong, right? Lean, you know what I mean? Yeah, which I am concerned about. Like, I don't want to have, like... You won't. Big weirdo arms. You absolutely won't. (laughs) Next to impossible. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? You'll be fine. Okay. Um, And then, uh, what else? About five inches, five and a half inches in the waist. That's going to make those pants fit better, Like, straight up in, like, my guts. Yeah, right? Like, How good that's that feel? Huge. That's good stuff, right? Yeah, that's Pants great better, stuff. That's great better. stuff. Although, so, um, and you take pictures, which honestly tells me more than the numbers yeah, do in sure. a lot of respects. And a lot so, of people hate those, you know, which I get. Oh, but I like the pictures. The first day is always like, God, I don't want to do this. And yeah. then when you get to end of month one, two, three, so on, then it starts to get exciting because you can really see a difference. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's empowering to yeah. see it. You know, you're still kind of like, uh, it sucked to be there or whatever. Yeah. But. When you start to see those, like, holy shit, you know, I've yeah. accomplished a lot in this time. And that's, that's exciting. That's fun for me. Yeah. You know, when you, when my members start to see it, that's when it gets fun. Like, I could see it all day. I saw it in your first month, you know, when you were mad, unhappy <laughs> about your weight, right? Or whatever, that it didn't change enough. But I could already right? start to see it. But it's not until you see it that right. it gets really fun for me and you saw it this month I think and that yeah. was that was exciting when I almost fell over yeah, and yeah. cried <laughs> that was I good legit stuff. almost cried that was good stuff though yeah. you put in a lot of work yeah no it's true so um, what I like about the pictures is number one like yes I do see the difference um, I like seeing the difference in like my like I feel like I look happier you for know sure. what I mean um, I also like in this picture only, I noticed like there was a little booty happening, which right I on. thought was great. Um, 
So there, there's like changes that you didn't even know. Now, when I was talking to Elizabeth, Elizabeth was one of your like graduates. One of right. your yeah, um, she worked with us about a year. Yeah, she did awesome. Killed it. Um, Elizabeth was. I was telling her that. I don't recognize either people in the picture. Like, I don't recognize the before person, but I also don't feel like the after person either. No. You know that? what I mean? I don't know. Like, I don't, I get the before I don't one remember one. looking as bad as I did, and I use okay. bad in, like, quotation marks, you right. know, because it's I just, like, for myself. Um, but I also don't, like, recognize the after person right. either. Because, like, like I don't you said, like you don't walk around flexed people. and, right. you know, in, in that yeah. position, but... Like you said, you know, you noticed the other day in other pictures how you can yeah. see more definition in your, you know, and that's when it gets fun is when you can notice it in not posed situations, right? How vain and was that when I sent you that picture and I was like, look, look at my arms, John. Again, this, that's why we do it, right? <laughs> I want, I want everybody that comes through it to have that feeling like, holy, sh like, wow, you know, yeah. there's muscle I didn't know I had and yeah. I wasn't even really aware I was building, but boom, there it is, you know, and that's, yeah. that's cool. So, I mean, have you always been a fit person? Like, what's what's your background? I would say relatively. You know, I mean, I've never struggled with weight issues at mm -hmm. all. Um, I was tiny, scrawny kid in, you know, junior high and high school. Not that I'm a massive freak of a man right now or anything, you know. But <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to say it. Uh, I know. I appreciate that. Um, but, you know, I was super short and weighed maybe all of a buck 50. And then I finally shot up a little bit. But Hashtag goal weight. Go yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I was, it was almost kind of the revert, you know, I always felt like the weak little dude, you mm -hmm. know, and never really got into fitness though, because I kind of felt intimidated, I guess, you know, at our weight room at school, you know, yeah. or when I had my first gym membership, like many people out there didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know, yeah. and like where to start and who's going to look at me like he doesn't know what he's doing, you know, so I kind of pieced it together on my own and worked out of my own, my home gym and you know, picked some buddies' heads along the way and really kind of started to develop a passion for it. And then that kind of went by the wayside. I moved off, lived in Chicago for a few years and ate and drank everything under the sun. And God bless you. You know, I know it was a good time, but, but my body didn't appreciate it. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was the heaviest I'd been. And to compare to that 150, you know, yeah. 220, 225 pounds, which is a lot for me, you know, I had, yeah. and it wasn't a healthy 225 pounds, it wasn't like 225 pounds of solid muscle, it was a beer <laughs> gut and, you know, pizza. <laughs> so I knew something had to change and, and uh, move back here and went about getting the weight off in all the wrong ways that I now educate people not to do by not eating and endless cardio, which was terrible because yeah. I had no muscle. When that was done, I was back to the scrawny skinny guy, you know, so I kind of had to relearn how to do it and do yeah. it right, you know, and kind of got thinking if I'm struggling with these things, I know there's a lot of other people out there struggling with it too. Um, it just so happens that fat loss, weight loss, whatever you want to refer to it as, it's going to make sense to whoever's listened to this, kind of came naturally to me, you know, once I put effort into figuring it out. And that's generally my forte, you know. Um, I don't work with elite athletes or stage competitors really or anything like that you know but it's the everyday person that wants to feel better because yeah. that's who I was you know I wanted to have more energy I wanted to sleep better at night that still doesn't happen all that well but uh you know I wanted to I just wanted to feel better in my day-to-day -day activities you know and and look a little better doing it 
And I think that's what most of our goals are. Yeah. So you guys are going on eight years in business in the Quad Cities? Seven. We're seven? on our seventh now. Yeah, okay. but it'll be seven in July. So where are you guys at right now? Like, how do you feel about how your business is doing? I love it. You know, I mean, obviously, I think when anybody thinks to it, you had these huge visions, you know, when you start something like this. And we've realized that uh, what we're doing is the right way to do it. Um, but we... We operate maybe on a different scale than we thought because yeah. we are so personalized and we are a private training studio that our capacity is significantly reduced compared to other gyms. But I think that also gives our members an entirely better experience because yeah. it's dialed in 100% to them and what their needs are. You know, there's not the typical distractions and there's not, you know, hundreds of other people in there and there's not fighting for equipment and things of that sort. It's an hour where you just get after it and get to work, and we haven't changed that vision or mindset since day one, you know? Sure, it would be easy to get 100 people in there and just pack, you know, pack them in like sardines and mm -hmm. take more members and more members and more members, but, it, you know, at what cost? And the, you know, the service for our members drops drastically, right. and they don't get the attention they deserve, so we've, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we've stuck with doing what we do. It's extremely niche. But, you know, for the person out there that really wants that one-on-one -on -one attention and really wants a trainer that is tuned into them 100% and, and, you know, not distracted by everything else that's going to be in a typical gym setting, I mean, we're the place to, to do it at. Yeah. How much, I mean, honestly, how much is it what you guys do versus like what the client is doing you know what i mean like obviously there's a ton of guidance but if i showed up three days a week and mm -hmm. then did nothing else mm -hmm. it would not be a successful program you know what i mean the client has to do like 70 percent of it don't you think sure. i mean you've you've got to do a lot i'll say you know we've had clients come through that see us two or three days a week but when i say that their nutrition's dialed in on the yeah. other days you know um, or they're doing something else active, you know, just a couple days here and there of some random exercise isn't going to do you a lot of good. Obviously something's better than nothing, but let's be honest, there's, it needs to be more than just yeah. very close to nothing, yeah. right? If you really want to see, see a change. Okay. But, so what I'm, I'm not trying to like dump on what you guys are doing, yeah. but I'm trying to say that, um, so if you watch your social media pages, mm -hmm. all of your clients are killing it. You know what I mean? Right. So I think it speaks to the fact that all of your clients are different people with different life circumstances and Absolutely. everyone's doing phenomenal. So whatever it is that you're inspiring in them to then go home and execute right. is pretty huge in itself. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And I think... Oh, shoot. That was another nice thing. It was. You said no more, but you did it. Darn it. You, okay. But thank you for it anyway. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, but no, I really think a lot of it is tailoring it to the individual, right? And what... Yeah, I, I have very few people do a burpee. There's plenty of other things they can do, for example, right? You I make you do, do them the very little. And that's probably because you're being rude or something <laughs> and you deserved it. <laughs> no, but, you know, my, my whole theory has always been if it's not something that I would incorporate as part of my workouts, I'm not going to force it on somebody. Now, if you want to do a burpee, great. Do burpee. I'll make you do as many as you want to do. I think I very clearly said I don't want to do the exercise bike, but you have not really paid attention to that in terms of well, the tailoring to my program. Okay, so you bring me to a good point, right? Because there are certain <laughs> things that you're going to have to do, right? Uh, okay. No, it, the exercise bikes, I mean, the airdynes are a beautiful thing. They're they're wonderful. They work so well. That right? rippy old thing? They work so well, yeah. But how well does it work? How happy were you I've just almost, a minute ago, right? I've only almost barfed one time, and it was on the exercise bike. Oh. 
<laughs> we got pushed just a little bit harder than that. No. Um, but yeah, no, it comes down to just having a program that you can enjoy to yeah. an extent, right? And I use that term loosely because at the end of the day, it's not comfortable, but no. we hope that with the results it creates, it becomes enjoyable and that if there are certain things you are very adamant about and do not like or cannot perform properly, we want to give you the tools so that you're going to be more likely to do it more often than not. Yeah. And that you're not going to feel like it every day, but if we can make you feel like it most days, um, the theory behind that, you know, is you're, you're going to do it, right? And we're going to give you very specific homework in the off days. Uh, you know, you're getting workouts. If you see us three times a week, we're giving you very specific programming to follow on the off days. And not a lot of places, or maybe any, are doing that. Right. But we give you the roadmap. All you got to do is follow it. You yeah. know, and that, that's why so many of our people see success. But I think you also learn. Back. You learn <laughs> how to adjust. <laughs> I know. This is uh, so hard for you. You've been it, sitting I don't still sit for 26 still well. minutes. Um, You're going to be okay, boss. This, this is a great career for me because I don't have to sit still ever. Um, I don't remember what the hell I was saying, but... <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you were just talking about it. Uh, you give people off-day stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think that's a big component of it, too, but also having you learn through the process. Yeah. You know, I don't... You can speak for yourself, but it's not just about hear this, do that. You know, we yeah. want you to understand why you're doing it, how to do it properly, so that ultimately someday you don't need us. Yeah. And you may choose to always come to us because we're awesome. Well, <laughs> that's see, that's totally the thing. Cool. I was going to ask you, like, do... like. Is your plan to have people graduate and go away? I feel not necessarily I feel anymore. that you're going to kick me out. No, no. Um, because when we initially started, our whole idea behind the fact that we are taking, you know, one to two to three clients at any given hour of the day, right? We're not seeing 20 people. We can only see so many people because of that. There's a lot of people out there that can use our help, and we want to help. So our goal is to show you how to do it, give you the tools to be able to do it on your own. Now, whether you decide to stay with us or not to is up to you. Obviously, you know, yeah. we want you to have the confidence to be able to go do it on your own. But if you love working with us every day and that inspires you more and that motivates you more and you want, absolutely. Yeah. But we at least want to know that we've equipped you with the knowledge to go do this on your own. And now with things like small group and some of our online and hybrid coaching options that we offer, there's multiple tiers to it. So you may come to us working one-on-one three days a week. That may fizzle off to two days a week, then one day a week, and then ultimately you're in a class, you're doing an online program with us where you know we're coaching you virtually or you're doing some hybrid mix of the two, right? Yeah. And we've tried to develop in that way to still offer a very high level of service but give you more opportunity as you have less need for us. Okay. Tell me what you ate today. Oh, uh, let's see. Protein shake for the morning. Okay. Um, lunch was terrible. Not very much. Um, it was a little bit of beef jerky. Had a yogurt and some nuts. Okay. And then I enjoyed a fish sandwich from Wendy's this evening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a good point. So yeah. you still go through the drive-thru. I do. You can. I prefer to go in. I don't know what it is about drive throughs but I hate drive throughs I hate drive throughs why? I don't know. It's a, I don't have any idea. Oh, my god! Cannot stand them. Yeah. That's so like weird. Like if I go to the bank or CVS or what? It doesn't matter. I, Who has that kind of time? I don't know. Yeah, me, apparently me. <laughs> I, I hate the drive through That's really, really weird. I don't know what it is about them. Okay. I don't like them. Back to nutrition. Yes. Okay. So, all right. So, you want to hear what I had today? Kind of, yeah, since I didn't see you. So, I had a cup of coffee. 
Okay. Then I had <laughs> um, these uh, baked potato things that were in my fridge. Were they good? Um, they're good. I didn't know how to estimate the calories on them, so I just did a quick add of 500 and called it good. Um, and then I drank a bang, and now here I sit. That's it. That's all wow. I had today. Mm-hmm. Are you hungry? Mm, I'm fine. You're okay. As long um, as you don't think about it and I don't make yeah, you think about it. exactly. Right. So here's the thing. Yeah. Food-wise for me, um, I really needed to, like, stop the madness. You know what I mean? Because sure. I would do that thing where you're like, ah, I ate crummy today. I'll just keep eating crummy today. Or there was a lot of mindless eating, a ton of emotional yeah. eating. And so... Were you like me? Do you ever just, like, eat off your kids' plate? How often does that... You know what I mean? It's crazy. All the time. It's crazy. That's one of my biggest downfalls because... I enjoyed stupid things like chicken nuggets and frozen pizza. <laughs> Bagel bites. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm going to grab one from time to time. But right. I assume you're the same with the yeah, little totally. ones at home. So, um, so, for me, obviously I'm making overall better food choices, but there is definitely a better checks and balances system of just stopping the madness. And I'm, if I have chips, I have a handful of them and I put them away yeah. instead of just sitting there with the bag in my lap like Until it's gone. a lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, and I, so that's, that's the way it's got to be. Me. Yeah, and that's, that's the way it's got to be. We've, we've tried a bunch of different things and I'd be lying if I said, you know, I didn't maybe have one mentality when it came to nutrition when I first got into the industry and that's changed and it's evolved over the years into something that I find works better for me and works better for my members and, you know, you hit the nail on the head with it's got to work for you. Yeah. You know, I get a lot of people, what do you think of keto? What do you think of paleo? What do you think of Weight Watchers? I don't give a shit. Honestly, if it works, that, that's very blunt, but it, yeah. if it works for you, then great. Because in theory, all of these things are creating some form of a calorie deficit for you. Now, yeah. if there's medical issues or underlying health concerns and things of that sort that say you have to do one thing versus another, different story. But for the general population, they're all, most of the people who are on them or either for a performance standpoint or weight loss standpoint. We generally work with clients wanting weight loss. Again, yeah. You know, not athletic performance in its true sense. They're all basically doing the same thing. It's what helps you do it the most. You know, is it intermittent fasting? Is it keto? Is it my plan? You know, whatever yeah. it is. But if it works for you, do it. Right. You know, I'm not going to bash it. If it's sustainable for you, is the biggest thing. And if you can't sustain it, it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> the most sustainable part of it for me is um, that I don't, worry about it on weekends. I don't. I don't. And I don't because number one, um, I like, I just don't want to live that life where on a Saturday I'm going to be worried about it. Right. And I know that like my husband doesn't want to live that life and we want to go out to eat and we want to have cocktails on a Saturday afternoon. Absolutely. So, but that hasn't impacted my progress at all, which is surprising to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I think it, for everybody, it's a little bit different, and, and probably one of the most common questions I get is, how do I keep from going off the rails on the weekend? And there's yeah. a number of different ways, and, you know, follow us on social media. Hit me up directly if you want me to go into, you know, a ton of detail about that, but it's just being more mindful, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. It's, a lot of people see tracking their food as just unbelievably tedious and unnecessary. It's same as your money, right? If you want to know where your money's going and what it's being spent, you track it. There's no different. You know, if you're really serious about seeing changes or progress in your fitness life as well, you got to know where these calories are coming from, where they're going, what you're consuming, what you're not consuming that you may need to, you know. So the only way to do that is track it. And whether you do that forever or not, at least in the beginning, so you can kind of start to understand the process. And as you get better at it, 
it's going to be more second nature to you, right? You're not going to have to put as much effort into it. But if you're really, truly struggling and just can't figure out where, start tracking it. And yeah. that's going to help you be more mindful on the weekends as well because you're going to get a better, better handle throughout the week. You're going to know what you're working with in a sense, right? And chances are you're also going to be more mindful on the weekend. You're still going to be able to do the things you want to do, but you're going to think about it a little yeah. bit more generally, right? Maybe not every weekend, right? There's some that you're just going to blow it completely. And that's fine too. And I think that's the biggest thing is you have a crap day, fine. Forget about it. It's, you know, you're not going to undo it. Right. You know, no need to binge it. Just get back on your plan. This is a long-term game, right? You don't have to drastically alter a decision in the course of a day or two, right? Yeah. Play the long game and set yourself up to really win rather than, you know, taking it, taking it uh, as something that frustrates you so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I started in December, so we obviously had, like, the Christmas, New Year's situation. You started at a tough time. I know. That was a really stupid time. Um, And then January, I feel like there was, like, a week of something. And then February, I think February was the first time that I didn't have, like, a a thing, you know? But, like, I'm going to Vegas later this week, and I'm going to drink some drinks. That's fine. You know what I mean? As you should be able to, But I don't feel like I'm going to come back and, like, have totally gone off the rails even if i did no and that's that's a mindset we want to get everybody to i mean you've gotten to that mindset pretty quickly which is awesome you know some can struggle with it for months and months and months and what i hope everybody realizes is that everybody's on a different time frame if it's working for you now awesome some people may have been at it for six months and it still isn't clicking it will you know but the easiest way to have it not is to just quit altogether right Mm -hmm. but if you can find a way to make it sustainable for you it's going to be so much more effective yeah and what you're doing may not be right for the person next to you or the person next to them right everybody's kind of got to find their own thing yeah you know and i think you have now and you're kind of firing on all cylinders so that a trip to vegas isn't going to disrupt everything and that's where we want to get to that you can still live life what's your like major food weakness Ice cream. Really? Yeah. Like what kind? Any. Really? Yeah. Except any with like nuts in them or something, <laughs> you know? Like that. I don't, don't ruin that. Just give me straight yeah, yeah, up yeah. ice cream. But something as basic as chocolate to mm. also basic like cookies and cream. Pretty much basic stuff. I don't like, like frozen yogurt and weird healthy ice creams, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I don't, there's some okay healthy yeah. ones out there, but if I'm going to eat ice cream, I'm going to eat ice cream, you yeah. know, and that's, I'm okay with that, though. My goal is not the same as maybe that person that has to choose for the healthier ice cream alternative, yeah. but I'm 38. I don't care about certain things that I used to care about when I was 24, you know, so I'm going to enjoy the good ice cream. Yeah. No, I think that's a really important. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say mine's probably pasta, and really? I, so I've really cut down on that big time because that's like those calories add up fast. They do. They you know? do. And I've never been a big pasta person. Like, oh, it's okay. Oh, man, I love but, pasta. Or as Abram would say, nudies. Nice. <laughs> I'll <laughs> leave that one there. <laughs> um, Send nudies, Mom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I uh, other than that, pizza. Pizza all day long. Oh, yeah. That's my other one. And my... my Family loves pizza too, so it's a it's a go to probably once a week. But again, I'm cool with that, and you should be cool with your pasta from time to time. You know what I mean? I feel cool with it. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
Uh, last pro- uh, food-related question. The one thing that I have not nailed down is the protein thing. I mean, you set this protein goal for me that I have not once yep. in 90 days met. That's okay. Because my guess is, and I know this because I've followed your nutrition logs, but yeah. you're getting in much higher quantities than you used to. Yes. And that's yes. the main goal for it. Okay. If I set it, and not entirely, I guess, but if I set it at a, at a number I know you're going to easily hit that's not really that much of a difference maker, then nobody wins. You know, yeah. it might be a little bit high now. I think you can get there. And again, it's going to be over time because you're not I used to it. I just it's don't like know anything. how. I don't know how. Legitimately. Like, I have a protein shake. Right. Some days I'll eat two chicken breasts and I still am nowhere near this You're goal. not that far off, though. I'm like, From what I've looked I'm at like it. 90 grams sometimes oh, off. Well, not, not on a whole, I feel like, yeah. from what I've looked at it. Really? Yeah. Okay. And if so, I, I apparently have not been doing my job and need to look better, <laughs> so thanks for pointing that out to me. You no, are I'm welcome. Kidding. But, no, it, it, you know, I'm a big proponent of protein. You know, I think yeah. it's, I think it's a, a must, and there's some that are going to say, nah, it's a high-fat diet, and whatever. If yes. you're eating garbage carbs and cookies and chips and all that all the time, you know, you're... Yeah, it's a, it's still calories, and it still goes towards what you're ultimately hoping to hit. And it's not to say that you can't have those things, but you're going to be hungry so much quicker. You know, yeah. so we want to want you to get food that's going to fill you up. And if you're full, right, and you're feeling sustained, you're clearly seeing progresses from a muscle gain standpoint. You're doing fine. Ripped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I do have some questions that came in via Instagram. You ready yep. for these? I suppose so. We'll see, huh? Um, are you ever going to offer childcare? Nope. No. No. Um, and, and that's not because I don't think there's value in that, but it's honestly, I mean, if we're talking a one-on-one scenario and you need to, to bring a kid and... I brought a kid. Yeah, exactly. So our space isn't set up to be able to do that real well, um, and we kind of like our current setup right now. We yeah. do offer in-home services, though. We do come you really? To you. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Do you so, have to have stuff? No, not at all. I mean, a lot of our, our clients do, and yeah. it's stuff they don't know how to use, you know, or that's been sitting there for years. Um, we'll bring necessary things that, uh, you know, adjustable dumbbells, bands, slam balls, things that are easily yeah. portable like that, and get a workout in when your kid's napping or playing upstairs, you know, or yeah. right beside you. Heck, I mean, we've had oh, uh, really cool. clients that their kids join right in with them next door, like yours did, only... In an yeah. in-home setting. He so was that's, crushing those dips. He, he was. pounded them out. Yeah, he made you look terrible. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kind of. Um, Tawny asks, do you use wall-mounted TRX bands? If so, I'm not interested in your program. Really? Yeah. That's Interesting. What, that's we do. Yeah, I'd be, curious to know, <laughs> I'd be curious to know why. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, she we do, among other very things. very opposed to the yeah. TRX bands. We don't have to use those, <laughs> though. I mean, we have plenty of other stuff that we can use to, uh, to help her Just or him receive the results. Just take your guess who Tawny is. I have no idea. <laughs> Somebody here? No. Oh, I don't know. Some, I thought maybe it was like one of the newsroom people just trying to get a rise out of me. Well, it Is it you? Did you, did you set up your own because you know exactly that that's what we have is a no, wall-mounted TRX? <laughs> um, no, we have I so many other really things, like though. I actually like the TRX bands. Oh, here's another random question. This one's kind of cool. Um, who is your favorite couple from Love is Blind and why? <sighs> I have no idea. <laughs> Stop it. Stop I don't even, it. I don't even know. I don't even know. 
I don't remember the names. You I, did, you I, I, I saw the I saw the show, but I don't remember <laughs> the name. There, I saw the show. Okay, but I don't remember the names. You saw the but show. It was, it was, I.e., you binged it, was, it over two days. Barnett made me laugh. He was a funny guy. Of course. He was funny. Of course, he was you like Barnett. He was the least creepy of them all. Yeah, but he's of, like a total. He's a total frat bro. Not really. Once you get to know were him. Were you in a frat? Of <laughs> no, course God, you were. No. Oh, what? Oh, you weren't. No. Okay. No. Kirkwood didn't have frats. What didn't have <laughs> Kirkwood. Kirkwood? Yeah. Okay. Um, Not that I would have been in one anyway. Okay, so you like Barnett. You also liked Amber. He's decent. Yeah, until the end. She's yeah. a little off <laughs> at the end. I don't know that I liked any of them. I think what was interesting, and the reason I wanted to see this, um, was it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was mm-hmm. all a bunch of for the most part, relatively good-looking people. Yeah. It's not really to see how blind it is. You know, I mean, you're basically setting them up to be with somebody pretty good-looking to begin with. <laughs> okay. Which is what I expected, and then I got hooked into the bullshit of it all. Such you know, that is just trash, you know, but it is what it is. That's, I keep trying to get it. you to watch The Bachelorette for the next upcoming season. Nope. I even no. offered to make you a friendly wager, and you still said no to this. Yeah, I said no. I'd have, no, no, imagine if you watched them. You I could feel, come back and do the recap. No, I feel me. ridiculous enough for having allowed myself to watch the other one. It you will never happen. enjoyed it. And you're not going to sit here <laughs> on my podcast and lie to people. No, it was, it was entertaining, as all of that stuff is. It was is. very good. You know? Um, it was very good. I had to see what the hype was about. Mm-hmm. But I'm good now for a okay. bit. All right. Um, let's see. What else do I have here on my list? I didn't play anything out of there yet. Yeah, I know. You want to play? I don't know. Play. We'll see. I'm curious. You okay. wouldn't let me see the cards earlier, no, so now I'm curious as to what's on them. Yeah. Well, I just figured we would play a little game because then right. you couldn't get mad at me for the questions. So just right. pick a little question out of here. Any of them? Yeah, anyone. Do you see it first or do I? Uh, like, are you asking it to me or am I asking yeah, you? you? I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's a little game. No, you can't look at it like Why? that. You said I could ask back. you. You're not going to put it. No, I'm supposed to ask you. Too bad. We're flipping okay. the script here. All right, go. If something were to happen to you, who would you pick to replace you in your family? In my family? Yeah, so I guess Wait, you can... Re- so the question you is, can, you who can pick do anybody I want in my the husband world. to marry? Pretty much. I think so, right? And That's super your, weird. It is. These are your cards. <laughs> so. <laughs> who am I going to have replace me in my own family? I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. Glad what I didn't. a weird question. <laughs> have to answer this? No. No, that's such a weird question because it's like, who would you like to marry your own husband? I don't know. It's a very weird question. Too, like, I almost, I would almost say, like, maybe just a family member and it would be like a, like a sister-wife situation. Right, like, you right. know what I mean? Like, my sister could come, hang out with Turner, take care of the boys, right. but, like, not actually marry him. I feel like that's probably more where this question was going, you know. Yeah. Okay. That's why how I kind of would have answered, you know, it's like pick a brother or something. (laughs) In my case, you know, (laughs) not a a brother of mine to take your place in your family, but a brother of mine to take my place in mine or something. Okay. All right. So you just stole my answer. Yeah. Okay. See how I did that before you had a chance to re-ask the question. I answered it. Oh, this is stupid. Oh, come on. Is what? it though? Like, pick a good one. Let's have some fun with one. If it's okay. a sucky question, yeah, pick this a, is a crummy one. Put well, it back and get another right. one. <laughs> What's your favorite beauty tip? <laughs> moisturize. Really? Yeah. To be honest, are you a moisturized type of mm-hmm. fella? Really? What's your product? Um, Nivea's got a, a good <laughs> moisturizer that I like. Are you no, like? But seriously, like, 
I'm getting older, right? And wrinkles are starting right. to set in, right? And oh, I just man. naturally, this time of year, my face is dry nonstop. My hands are... So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't go overboard with it, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Okay, wash, I like Wash your hands, coronavirus. Yeah, here. Hashtag here's coronavirus. <laughs> wash your hands. Sanitize. <laughs> <laughs> Take a bath. Okay, so you like the Nivea. Do you, are you, do you think you're like a high maintenance, um, like, clothes, hair, face type of a dude? I don't think so. I mean, you wear bracelets, so that says something. They're for my kids. That's nice. Yeah. But they're bracelets nonetheless. And they're cool. They're shit, though. I mean, look at them. You can see them. I no, they're feel very bad cool. that the people listening to this can't because they're awesome. Your Same question back to you. What's your um, beauty tip? Beauty product? tip. Um, I believe in the power of fake eyelashes. Oh, um, same. No, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. No, I love a, I love a fake lash. Uh, let's see. Um... I also love, let's see, my number one thing is I love a facial. I love to get facials. I go to Revive at the group, and I feel like they're wonderful. Nice. I really, really love a facial. They have like a men's type of thing. Yeah, I've never done a No, I just, I think think it's just good to get like pump a whole bunch of just hydration into your face. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to like tackle some sunspots, you know, just stay overall youthful. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hear ya. Oh, sweet. This could be fun. Okay. How old are you? 35. All right, so we'll be able to relate to this. I'm okay. 38, 9, right. 8, I think. What was the most ridiculous fashion trend you ever followed? Um, let me think. I've got two that came to mind like right away. Uh, okay, you go first, because I need a minute. Tight rolled jeans. What does that mean? What? Tight rolled jeans? Tight jeans. All right, shit, hold on. I'm going to actually have to do this for you live on air. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, God, if the rest of you can't see this. Yeah, yeah. Boom, tight rolled jeans. When did you wear jeans Yeah, I don't know. It was like junior high or something, I feel like. It was somewhere in that neighborhood. And the socks were like that? No, I didn't have socks on, but I wear socks now because I no longer tight roll my jeans. Oh. (laughs) But it was like, no, you'd have like a short sock or a no sock on, you know? Um, But that was the thing. And um, bleach blonde hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had that Eminem look hardcore. (laughs) I wasn't like Eminem, like I wasn't like real street or anything, but... Uh, yeah, whoops. I've been sitting a long time. We're back, though. Okay. Um, I had the bleach blonde hair like crazy. Bleached really? out bleach blonde. Yeah, I'm a senior pictures, even. So it's like cemented for wow. <laughs> forever. Wow. Bleach blonde hair. It was terrible. Just terrible. Um, I would say I I never owned a bump it. Do you know what a bump it is? It's that thing that made like the, the snooky hair. Yeah, hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I never owned a bump it, but I did try to recreate the look. You know what I mean? Which is not cute on anyone. That was probably worse than just having had the product. I exactly. Bet, right? yeah. um, the other thing that I did was, um, which everybody did at some juncture, and so like my most of my high school days, my hair was like to the chin. Nice. Super short. Now I don't know if you've noticed, but like I have a really long neck, and that's like a lot of real estate. Oh, okay. So if you don't have so. hair in that area, you just look kind just of like a little headed giraffe. mushroom. Yeah. Slash giraffe. Slash. Yeah. It was not my best. look. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I'm it just sounded, trying to paint a picture. It sounded very visual. Like it was derogatory. Paint a picture. Yeah, so it wasn't really a good look. Was the short, super short hair on a For long, sure. a long neck. Um, what's your favorite chick flick? <clears throat> Mine's Pretty Woman. Is it? That's, that's it. a decent movie. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. 
The Notebook. Really? <laughs> no, it's good. It's decent. I've never seen it. I don't it. know. Uh, Ryan Gosling. I like him. He's a good guy. You know? If there was a celebrity you would sort of almost look like, it would be Ryan Gosling. Is that right? Yeah. But, like, his, like... I feel like that's borderline a nice thing that you're saying again. No, because no, so. I was going to say that if, if, like, Ryan Gosling had an ugly brother. Oh, thank you. Cool. Now we brought her back. That's yeah. neat. Um, no, um, I, I, tell you, I actually have this movie that I like, and you're going to laugh. You what? probably have never heard of it before, but I think I've told everybody that I meet I like this movie. Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson. Oh, my God, I've seen that. It's a phenomenal movie. It's, like, one yeah. of my favorites. I it's a think Because I, I dig... Is it Rachel McAdams? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he goes, he's a writer from mm-hmm. California, and he goes to Paris and, in a sense, goes back in time with Hemingway and yeah. F. Scott Fitzgerald. And, you know, it's just, it's cool. I mean, when I think about, like, the, how awesome would that be to be able to go back to a different time period and really fully experience it, you know? What and, time and period would you go back to? I don't know. That, I feel like that was pretty legit. Like, I'd like, you know, 20s would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um... But, I, you know, I mean, every I like now, too, though, right? As an optimist. It's a good time we're in right now. Do you think you're an optimist? Yeah. I'm Probably not. to a fault. I'm 100% a pessimist, to a fault. Yeah? Yeah. Most things suck. Really? Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, it is. It is too bad, but it's my truth. <laughs> yeah, I get, no, I, and I think, I think that's, that's, that's the case with a lot of people, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's... We're bombarded with negativity on a day-to-day. You know, it's yeah. hard not to see bad in stuff. But, I don't know, to me it's just way more fun to be annoyingly optimistic about it, I guess. Yeah, so when Is you write like, your big optimistic? optimism posts, like, those are for real? Those aren't BS? Those are pretty legit. Really? And I think it, yeah, it could very well irritate those close to me. I don't know. No, you know, it doesn't but irritate me. I just wondered if you, like, really believed what you wrote. I do, you yeah. know, and I think... I mean, that's just the environment I was always in as a kid. You know, I mean, my parents are very optimistic people, I think, you know. I'm comfortable. I literally never had a podcast guest. Just like. Why? Relax. That's the only way I'm (laughs) going to sit still. (laughs) It's super comfy. This is unconventional podcast. It's super comfy. Okay, good. Yeah, I think I'm I'm optimistic, but it it helps. You know, I mean, there's still stuff that sucks and that frustrates me, obviously, you know, but. I've gotten through it all so far. Yeah. You know, and I guess that's how I justify being an optimist. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Thanks for putting me in my place. You're welcome. Um, Okay, (laughs) but you're also a podcast guy. You like to listen to podcasts. What's some of your favorite ones? Um, I do in a sense. And it, um, I like Tom Bilyeu. Again, he's, you know, kind of. Is he the guy, the Quest guy? He's the Quest nutrition guy. um, But I think he just, he, chats with a lot of super interesting folks, you know, about mindset and the power that it has on you, you know, and about the idea of just straight up attacking what you want and going for it. And I guess I kind of tend to listen to those types of podcasts because, you know, not just from a motivational standpoint, but if I can figure out how to have more control mentally over the things that I do day to day, right? And how to get myself out of a funk or how to get myself out of a gloomy day, right? And to be as effective with those around me as possible. I like to listen to podcasts that kind of reinforce that. Um, I don't have a lot of variety when I listen to my podcast. I mean, they're all kind of along those lines. I like Lewis Howes. He's got a good one out there. used to listen to Joe Rogan a little bit, but 
kind of is almost a little too much for me yeah. with him. I mean, he's all right. Um, but it was, I don't know. I kind of fell out of love with that one. Okay. Um, how about you? Um, I like a lot of um, celebrity gossip type ones. One of my favorites is called Juicy Scoop. Nice. It's by a comedian named Heather McDonald. That's probably my number one favorite. It's cool. the only one that I pay for. Really? Yeah, That's... I should pay for that one. Um, but it's totally worth it. Uh, I also, like my daily, every day, I always listen to Adam Carolla, which I know he's very controversial. Right, He's like right, kind right. of conservative politically and stuff like that. People get worked up about that. Um, but overall, I think he's funny. Yeah. And um, he's a pessimist, too, so I'm like... Yeah, let's just be in the yeah, and together, I, bro. I, hey, I get it. You gotta, you gotta have a little bit of both to balance yeah. you out. I like um, YouTube. I can watch YouTube videos all day. Really, long. I don't like yeah. videos. I uh, do because it's it, it it attracts my short attention span. Yeah, I don't really, you know, I can watch a four minute clip instead of have to get involved into an hour and a half of something. Yeah. All right, should we do one more question then we'll yep. wrap it up? Okay, pick a good one. Ooh. If you were going to run away from your current life, where would you go? Oh, my God. Or if you could just, like, go, if you can go somewhere right now. If I could go somewhere? Yeah. Um, I think I would go, um, well, I'm going to Vegas at the end of the week, so I would like to start that trip right now. Yeah. Be dynamite. I can see that. So I'd I pretty much go like, anywhere now. It's yeah. coming out of that winter kind of, blech, you know? Yeah. Brutal. But oddly, my favorite places are the mountain, you know? It's still where it's... Kind of cold this time yeah. of year. Uh, I don't mind a good beach or anything either, but I'd go I'd go west, Colorado, Montana, Wyoming, somewhere out there right now. And I know I could go anywhere in the world, but I don't care. That's where I'd go. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, what's the hardest part of being a dad? So you have two kids. Yeah. Um, really that they're so much like me. Really? <laughs> you know, no. I mean, like, they're crazy qualities. You know, my... Arlo's just, he's nuts like me. He's mm -hmm. got the attention span like I do, you know, really? and it's realizing that. It's it's seeing all of the shit I gave my parents come right back to me. Now it's like, oh, man, yep, that's what's up. You <laughs> know, that's exactly what I put them through. But it's also, like, it's frustrating, but it's cool, too, you know, because, yeah. I mean, they test you and they teach you how to think on a different level, you know. No, and it's kind of so true. It's neat how not to lose your patience. Um, but... I'd say that, and um, probably, even though I, I'm not a great sleeper to begin with, lack of sleep, yeah. right? Like, because I couldn't control that, right? When kids woke up and they were little, and now they both sleep pretty darn well. Sure. Um, but when they were both young, it was, you know, up every couple of hours kind of thing, and I'm a light sleeper, it woke me up. And it was just totally different when you don't have control, you know? Like, if yeah. I chose not to go to bed and I was tired because of it, that's one thing. But if it was, that'd be the the tough, I, you know, that was difficult. And now I think as they're entering school, you know, you you worry about wanting them to fit in and yeah. wanting them to mesh well. And, you know, I think those kinds of things are only going to grow. But how about you, toughest part? Um, yeah, I think... Um, Honestly, I am worried about sending them into the world. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's com just completely different than it was even when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah, you know, and I know like every generation my day, but says that. It's just. But I'm worried about it. Yeah, they got to worry about shit now that I never had. You know, you yeah. didn't have to 
care about anything. Well, really. and I don't have any daughters. <laughs> you have a daughter. Right. I would feel like I would be more worried for her. Yeah, which which is probably not fair to she's say. She's going to be a heartbreak. Jeez, she knows, you know, I mean, it's just like, I'm going to have to keep my eye on that one. That's going to be a tough <laughs> one for dad when he gets older. But no, they're, I got two awesome kids, you know, and I mean, that's, they're neat. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. They keep me, they keep me entered, you know, filled with, with energy because I have to, you know, yeah. they keep me on my toes all the time and yeah, it's cool. If you had a 14 day quarantine, what would you do with your time? Work out at the gym now. No, you that. have to be. In, you have to be I'm in kidding. your. You're, no, you're in I your know. own place. I'm not quarantined in my studio. You're quarantined. Now. What are you gonna do for two weeks? I watch YouTube videos. No. Well. <laughs> I'm kidding. Because no, I answer that though, kind of jokingly, but also seriously, because well, yeah. there's so much variety there, right? Like if I had to pick like one thing, I'm not a big TV watcher. I don't know. Again, I think it's because I can't keep focus or I can't pick one thing very well. I joke always about Netflix is there's too many too many options. I end up watching a million different things for five minutes each, right? So I like YouTube. You know, I can watch five minutes. I can get bored of it. I can, boom, right into the next thing. See, and I think that speaks to how good of programming Love is Blind is because <laughs> that had you locked. Right, right. It's And it's, I got to have the, the change of environment. I think that's why being a trainer works so well for me because yeah. every hour is different throughout the day. Yeah. Um, Some clients are cooler than others. Yeah. Some are the freaking coolest. Otherwise, yeah. Let me I'd double check Instagram catch up on and make sure sleep. that no more questions have come in for you. Okay. And then, let's see. Wait. Da, 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 da. Nope. That's it. No more. Is All cereal right. considered soup? Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Elizabeth, for your contribution. <laughs> All right, boss. Awesome. Here's to it's another good three months, huh? Yeah, yeah. You're going to crash it. Okay, Let's so do the how, damn can thing. People, how can people find out more about 818? So 818fitness.com. That's 8-O-N-E-8fitness.com. Um, hit me up direct. Just find us on Facebook at 818fitness or Instagram at 818fitness. Our number's listed there. Um, but yeah, hit us up. Um, follow us on social media. If you want to reach out to me directly, shoot me a text. I'm not going to give that out here. Though, so if you want it bad enough, find it. Um, yeah. Just so I don't get now weird things. It. But they'll find it if they want to ask me something okay. bad enough. Um, but yeah, otherwise, um, talk to you or one of our other awesome, amazing clients that they see yes, on there, too. Many, That's another um, way. Yeah, you have many excellent There's some good walking testimonials out there. It's kind of fun. Yep. Okay. So thank you for having Thanks me. For coming, Appreciate it. You bet. Here we go with the Bachelor recap that you all have been waiting for. So we're recapping the finale, not episode one, episode two, the no. finale as a whole. Yeah, because I don't have time for all that garbage. This is where I want to begin, okay? Okay. Regardless of who we picked, what happened, his insane mother, the storyline that everyone has missed is that Peter clearly has a head injury, okay? <laughs> he might have gotten stitches, but they needed to evaluate him for soundness of decision-making, Yesterday, today, and in the future. I, but I think that was a problem he had before he hit his little golf cart, <laughs> little golf cart fiasco. Because th that boy clearly has been struggling since day one. Where do we begin? Honestly. Um, okay. Where do we begin? Okay, so first, first of all, you and I, after the episode aired last night, sat on the phone and talked about this for a while. And I wanted to do that specifically so that we would keep this conversation under control. Yes. Because I don't want it to become just like chaos rambling. Well, that's what it was last night. It, because <laughs> I, I, it was just, I was, whatever was coming to my mind, which was many a thing, yes. was just word vomiting out. I think we should start 
with um, in Australia. Maddie wants to leave. Peter cries about it. Whatever. I understand why Maddie's leaving. But I also think that she, I think she like didn't really want to leave. But she was like, well, I'm going to look stupid if I don't leave. You think so? Kind of, yeah. Okay. I kind of just think she was like, all right, well, I've made a big fuss, so I got to go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? She was like, this is the bet I have made. Yeah, like, I guess I have to, I should go. <laughs> Somebody already <laughs> called me an Uber. I guess I better get you in. Know, I know. She's like, the car's already outside, so I can't change my mind. Shoot. But I mean, obviously, her and Peter, that's just not the kind of vibes you want to have before you're supposed to get engaged, before no. the end. So she decided to leave. I understood that. Whatever. Great. Where the problems all started mm-hmm. is that Peter didn't tell Hannah Ann that Correct. Madison left. Correct. Oh, he did. Oh, he told her. <laughs> well, he neglected to tell quite a few things about it. So he doesn't tell Hannah Ann, whatever, and then he's like still trying to figure out if he's in love with Hannah Ann. So right. I think this so is all where we terrible, should... They have a terrible last night together. Oh, yeah. But it, yeah, it was horrible. Um, but I think... I think Chris Harrison's little Hannah Ann might not be coming. That was so fake. I was going to ask you if you thought that was real or not. No, I did not. That girly poo was always coming. Because I have said since day one that I I think Hannah Ann was, the whole entire show, was saying whatever she could to get to the end. She just was always saying the right things. I never feel like she was saying how she genuinely felt. She knew exactly how to answer these questions and, and where to go. And how to look real without really being real. You know what I mean? Well, because my thought was, if you just heard my homegirl might leave, wouldn't you maybe lead with that? Like, I'm so glad you're here. Mm-hmm. What's going on? How do you feel, yeah. Hannah Ann? But instead, because normally when there are two ladies left, they will have the contestants start talking first. So it, it was very classic OG Peter that he launched into his personal feelings. Yes, this entire thing is, it, everything's about Peter. It's totally. always about Peter. Peter does not care how this affects anybody else. It's all about Peter. And he's he even says after he proposes to Hannah Ann, I've always said that I want to fight for somebody who or who wants me as much as I want them. Mm-hmm. Wants me. It's just, yep. wants me. It's just all about Peter. Totally. So I thought Peter's proposal not only was... Sh- Oh, I was about to say something. Was not only bad because um, <laughs> was not only bad because he didn't tell Hannah Ann. Like she wasn't going into that with full knowledge. It was just a bad proposal in general. I it was totally horrible. Agree. The like, speech was bad. Speech was bad. He didn't even get on one knee until like the very very end. Which like I guess you don't have to, but it's kind of cute. And you're on The Bachelor and you got a free ring, so get on your knee, Bucko. Well, quick rewind. Unless they didn't show us something. The the call to her father, I thought, was fairly lame, too. Like, <laughs> broski, it's me, Pete, about to propose, talk to you late. Yeah. It was very, very casual. Yeah, Because it was. I remember when Ben Higgins did that with Lauren's dad, I felt like it was much sweeter, and, and it felt a little more personal than, like, a quick ring-a-ding. Yeah, I think Peter was like, ugh, I guess I gotta do this. And then Hold when he was on. shouting in the outback like a moron. <laughs> well, it, that's not as bad as Hannah, Hannah Ann being like, you love me? Oh my, me? oh my, oh my God. Oh my Lord. Heavens to Betsy, he loves me. That's literally what she was saying. I was I like, know. what kind of responses are these? And then and then he hands her the ring and she was like, mm, I love it. It's like her response to the ring, That's, the whole thing, her response was juvenile, I thought. All of it was juvenile. Mm-hmm. It was just literally two children playing mom and dad or something. Like they were literally 
playing Let's Get Married. God, yes. It's like, it's literally what it is. Like, it's like when you I had agree. your Barbies pretending to get married or mm-hmm. something. Like, I was like, what is happening? I completely agree. It was horrible. It was a horrible, horrible proposal. Um, but, so Hannah Ann, we come back a month later. She's at his place. We don't see them hang out in Australia. No. We don't see them come back from Australia. Because sometimes we'll see a little, like... Love after kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. No, we, we went straight to the breakup. Which was so bizarro. No, it was bizarre. I mean, yeah, Hannah Ann said all the right things that she was supposed to say. Great, cool, awesome. But I also think that she could have been more real. Wait, no. What? We didn't come back to the breakup. We came to Peter walking into his family's house. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So that was awkward in so many ways. Because, first of all, the mother... The worst. Babs. Old Babs. The mother says, I miss your smile. I miss your quotations. I miss the way that you walk in and leave your shoes askew by the door and you never even clean up after yourself. I missed you, my son. Like, she was like, did you not just see him five days ago in Australia? How much time has passed? He allegedly hasn't told them who he's chosen. Right. And they all gather hands for the big announcement. How much time has actually passed? And you're meaning to tell me he called Hannah Ann's father, but didn't follow up with his meddling parents directly after the proposal? He just left that phone call out? Or why weren't they still in Australia waiting? Right. Why weren't they there? Like, none of it makes any sense but no. it was all seems like it was just so they could get the most dramatic reaction out of Babs possible yes well and they did homegirl she came she came to deliver right so okay Babs loves Hannah Ann I would love to know how much Hannah Ann's family paid Babs to endorse her I'm very <laughs> curious because it just it seems like the love to, I, I think she can like Hannah Ann more than Maddie that's fine mm-hmm. she can support that relationship more awesome okay sure yeah but her love for this girl is too much it's a weird I, I thought you were being dramatic when you told me that Barb called her an angel on earth. No. no. That happened. She literally called her an angel on earth. And it's just like, you don't know this girl. No. Like I just think she loves her too much. It's like so shocking. Yes. It just is weird. And that's why I'm like, how much was your endorsement, sis? Like, let me know. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just surprised. So the, the family is in great celebrations. Celebrating this angel on earth. Yes. Glorious. So Peter, Peter comes back. Angels we all we see, have heard on high. Yes. We all see him and Hannah Ann break up. Great. Hannah Ann drops this lovely little nugget for Bachelor Nation about Hannah Brown. That was the bombshell of this portion of the night. For sure. Was what, because we, we don't know what happened between them that caused them to break up in the first place. We don't know whether she knew he was coming there to break up with her. We don't know what has happened in the last month. They said they had not seen each other in that last month, but what's happening in their phone conversations or maybe like a little FaceTime action or something, we have no idea what no. has happened. No okay? idea. Now he's breaking up with her, and that's when Hannah Ann says, you called Hannah B for closure. Kaboom. Mic drop. Well, what I think happened is okay. I think Peter 
gets back. He's obviously not super happy with his decision with Hannah Ann. He's not feeling confident in it. When did he start having that feeling? What but, do you think? But probably at least, like, maybe his, like, first day back in the States. Like, you're done. The cameras are not on you. You're not in Australia. You're not wrapped up in making sure that you finish the season correctly. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Like, you're, you're wrapped up in, like... Because I think Peter was really obsessed with... Like, he wanted to find love. He did not want to leave by himself. Right. He wanted to do the steps. Yes. And so, um, the journey. <laughs> and uh, so, I think probably, like, his first day, like, back in the States or something. Like, just, you know, like, when everything's calmed down a bit. He's sure. probably just like, gosh. Mm. So, we're, we're giving him five to seven days of bliss. Yeah. Okay. And that's be, being generous, quite frankly. Because okay. he probably knew up there proposing to Hannah Ann that he did not want to be with Hannah Ann. Agreed. That he wished that that was Maddie. I don't know that he necessarily felt that specifically, but I do think he he questioned whether any of it was right. It yeah. might not have been, I wish Maddie was here. It was more like, this will be fine. Right. Like She's really cool and pretty. Yeah. like And she really <laughs> likes me. Yeah. So it's cool. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but I think that maybe he didn't really, really come to that realization until he was back. Okay. In his little bed. So, um... In his mother's home. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know about that part. And she's feeding him grilled cheeses while he plays Xbox. Ew. So, (laughs) ew. I think he probably reached out to Hannah Brown and was like, hey, girly, your season didn't work out for you. My season kind of didn't work out for me. Like, I'm I'm technically engaged to Hannah Ann, but I'm not happy. And the girl I did want to be with left, and nobody in my family likes her at all. So, what about... So, you think they did talk? Who? Him and Hannah B. Yeah. I okay. think he reached out to Hannah Brown to see if she was interested again. Kind of like a... Because she professed his, her love for her him, basically. That's true. In the beginning of his season. So here's his season ending. And he's like, hey, like, we never really wrapped that up. And I didn't really fall in love with anybody else like I thought I would. Like, are you still interested? I... I don't think that happened. Oh, I do. I don't. I think he definitely went to hit up Hannah Brown, kind of like a, hey, you want to end up together? Like, yours didn't work. Mine didn't work. What's up? Hmm. And Hannah Brown was probably like, no. Or maybe they both, maybe she said yes, and then they tried, and it didn't work. Like, I'm not quite right, sure. Right, right. But it obviously it didn't work out. And then he starts hearing from Maddie again. Or maybe he's hearing from Maddie at the same time. So you think he is hearing from Maddie? A hundred percent. There is no way I think Peter is a good enough guy to genuinely end his proposal with Hannah Ann. If he had no idea Madison was still interested. Yeah, that's a good point. He would still be engaged I, to I Hannah Ann to this day if Maddie was not interested. If Maddie stuck to her word and was like, no, I cannot marry someone that did that. Okay. Um, so I think he started hearing from Maddie. Maddie says she's still interested. Great. I'm going to break up with Hannah Ann. Perfect. Awesome. Now, Chris Harrison is not going to waste yeah. his time. Enter Chris Harrison. He makes house calls these days. Yes. Chris Jenner works hard, but Chris Harrison is working much, much harder right now. <laughs> so, but I, because Chris Harrison just wouldn't pop up if there was no need. No. Even if it wasn't maybe Peter and Maddie chatting, producer, somebody had given Peter and Maddie the idea that there was still a chance. Because yes. the Bachelor would not just go check in for no reason. Now, I should have looked this up, but... The Bachelor was spotted filming in Auburn mm, yes. with Maddie really not too long ago. Yeah. So if this season wrapped in November, okay, the proposal was in November, the Maddie meeting, according to Reality Steve, was in the last two months. It was definitely in calendar year 2020. I could look it up on Reality Steve, but I'm not going to do that right now. But it was... "Quote unquote recent." Yeah, I feel like it was you know? in like February. So or there late was a, there was some meaty amounts of time. Yeah, there. 
I mean, I think obviously, I think there was probably some time in between when he broke up with Hannah Ann and when Madison and Chris probably got together. But I'm just like, I just do not, I have no doubt in my mind that him and Maddie were not chatsying. Like they okay. were. He knew okay. that Maddie missed him. Okay. Uh, Reality Steve revealed fan favorite Madison Pruitt is filming something with Bachelor Production. That article was posted February 12th. Yes. Think so about a month that. ago. A month ago. And okay, so if Hannah Ann gets proposed to, we'll say late November, dumped by yep. Christmas. Yes. February. It took two oh, months. Dumped before Christmas. That's devastating. Well, we don't know, but it seems like it. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, let's dumped say. before Christmas. Yeah. I mean, the better he waited until like the new January year. 2nd, and that's also brutal. Right. Happy 2020. <laughs> You're not engaged. Wait, wait. Remember, there was that whole fan theory that he was with the producer because he oh, was yeah. spotted with the producer on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. That yeah. means he broke up with her before yes. New Year's Eve. Okay. Not saying that he and the producer were together. I'm just saying he wasn't with Hannah, Hannah Ann. Ann. Right. So breaks up with Hannah Ann before Christmas. Two months of chatting it up with Maddie mm-hmm. about missing each other. Can they make this work? And then the producers and go go get her. There's just they're not going to waste a whole camera crew. Everybody, Chris Harrison is not going to Auburn if he doesn't think this is going to mm-hmm. make good TV. If he thinks that this girl is going to say no, I don't miss Peter. I don't care. Chris Harrison's not getting on a plane for that. Right. He knew they knew that that's what she was going like that that she wanted to be with Peter. I truly believe that. Do you wonder why her folks weren't part of that meeting with Chris Harrison? Um, I'm sort of surprised by that. Uh, because when Ari went back for Lauren, like Ari had to like, at least like shake hands with the dad. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe it was honestly her decision, a parent decision. Like Peter's, I think it's weird how active Peter's parents are. You know, I I think Uh, parents. It's a tish. It's a tish much. Yes. Parents that want to be on The Bachelor, I find to be strange. I don't, I don't remember Lauren Bushnell's parents, but like. I I don't know. Maybe Maddie's parents were just like, "You got it, sis." Like, don't, or maybe she didn't even tell them. We don't know that. We yeah. they she could they could have not known. So Maddie agrees to get what they act like she's gonna hop on a plane right now with Chris Harrison. She's like, "Let's head out." He's like, "Great." Yeah, like, they, like, like they're about to stop at a Jimmy John's on the way or yeah, something. Yeah, grab me a number four, buddy. <laughs> we got a flight coming up. Like, woof, gotta go <laughs> cross country. No, so Peter and Maddie's reunion. I do not care. They are just as Don't boring. Care. Whatever. Stupid. She curled her hair though, but it still looked like crap at the top. I was like, okay, you tried though. Finally, for first time all season. Thanks. So we get, let's go to the, the, the reunion. Okay. Um, the little bab cam in the corner was ridiculous. <laughs> it was fantastic. I was just like this bab cam. Bab cam yeah. The bab cam. This woman is ridiculous. <laughs> I found it to be so childish and so immature that a grown woman who I'm going to say fifties, but I, that could be generous. I'm not sure how old babs is. Yeah. I don't know. Fifties for sure. Fifties. Okay. Bab Fif- Weber. A 50 year old woman is going to demolish a 23-year-old girl like that. Like, even with her with her smirk comments and things, just shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just shut up. Like, you're airing your dirty laundry, and it's just like, I can't. So when I was watching Babcam, I remember thinking, she's going to make these faces, but then when they go to her then she'll be nice. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of thought she was playing up the faces for the camera I a thought so, too. Bit. I didn't... I was literally like, is this really happening? Like, yeah, what is going on with Because Babs? it appeared that there was, like, um, a screen where they would be watching, 
and she was looking away. And so I was like, oh, maybe she's looking away to make it appear like she's not watching, but she can actually still see it in a monitor over here. Uh-huh. I thought that was all kind of just like clever little like production antsiness. Like she right. knows they have a bab cam, you know, that sort of a thing. No. No. No, it was so much more than that. So Hannah Ann telling off Peter in the very beginning, I thought was cool, great. She said everything I would want to say if I got dumped on live TV. You know, she's right. He did take her um, proposal away from yes, her. Yes, her first engagement. Totally her first engagement. Yeah, that does suck. Um, I know I'll have like four, so I'm just kidding. It's all right, Hannah Ann. You're going to get another one. Um, I don't understand, though, why they're always like Peter's ex-girlfriend, and then they're talking about like, Tammy I'm like wait like they were never dating like just because you were on The Bachelor I don't think you're his ex-girlfriend so like Hannah Ann being his ex-fiance like I don't really you were engaged for a month and you knew each other for two months right so it's hard for me to wrap my head around them actually being engaged yeah because I don't feel like they were um, like he didn't really take away your first real engagement he took away this like weird well, one also that one sucked it did suck it's okay your dress was cute though um, I liked her dress. Oh, I thought it was very like this is what a wedding dress might look like. I don't know. It was, I oh, thought I thought it was. Stupid. I thought it was pretty. Oh, I thought it was cute. So, um, I, but I like. I just wish she was a little more real with the way she told him off. I'm not saying that she needed to be up there crying, begging for him back, anything like that. Go you. If that's how she genuinely felt, awesome. And but it just seemed like she was saying. Exactly what we all wish we could say to our ex-boyfriends. It was a little pageantry. Yes, it was exactly what we like. You know when you're in a fight with someone and you don't say the eloquent things? Yes. And then when you're done with the fight, you think of all these like, yes, awesome things I should have yep. said? Mm-hmm. She said all those awesome things you should have said. But there's something lacking about the true, real things that you say in the moment. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I will say, though, that I thought she did well in terms of saying, and maybe this was at the house, but when she said... You didn't tell me the truth about Maddie's leaving. Yes. I love that she called him out for that because she was like, you tried to make it sound like it was a good thing. Yeah. You speci- And that was such a good True. point because he was like, Madison's not here. She left and, two days ago. Yes. And we don't know what that means. Yes. And Hannah Ann's smiling. She doesn't know. So Peter definitely misled her. He deceived her. She has every reason to be mad. But I just like, uh, I don't know. It, for me, it just lacked the real, like, the realness of, like, crying and being frustrated and furious and now i will say though if she had gotten broken up with let's say december 28th it's been a hot minute she had time to craft the perfect thing to say which is great i would love that as well i'm not saying she needed to go up there begging for him back or crying or anything but i don't know there was just something a little cold about it to me and i I just wish we would have got to know it just could have been a little better i guess i don't know well, what okay, i want so what i'm just not you, happy with it i guess but what were you about to say there like we should have seen more of madison's or madison hannah ann's personality because let's face it all we learned about her in the season is that she said all the right stuff and then what did she do when she got broken up with she said more of the right stuff right she she was constantly saying the right things and she, we know she's a sweetheart from everyone else but like i haven't really seen anything that made me feel like she was a genuine sweetheart she just seemed like she wanted to win she wanted to win. I agree. I agree. And she did. It would be very hard to be in that environment and not just want to reach the end. Because I do think that in that moment, you're, you're competitive. Competing. You are competing. Yeah, your competitive juices start flowing. Plus, the guy's not the worst. I mean, yes, he was Scabby McScaberson most of the time, which would have been a real turnoff for me. But Me too. But, like, you know, you're, it's, it's hard not 
to have just that drive to like let's let's keep this rolling. Right. Like I don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste my time. What if she gave up something with her job? Or you never know. Um, right. And so I wouldn't have wanted to feel that way either. I agree. So okay. So, so Hannah now Anne's, Hannah. She Hannah said the Anne's right things. Stage. We can't say she said the wrong things. Like she definitely was awesome, the queen of the night. But also like you could have done a little. I don't know. It could have been a more personal. I think. So Babcam, she's expressing her clear displeasure that he has chosen Madison. Yes. But Babcam is also, like, pounding it out, major applause for everything Hannah Ann has done. Yes. So her allegiance to Hannah Ann is alive and well. Yeah, and so it makes me wonder, like, because I sit here and I think about what Bab did in the end, her, her explosion, um, and I'm like, how, you just embarrassed your son. Not only did you, a 50-year-old woman... <laughs> destroy a 23 year old girl which is just so ridiculous to me it would be like me fighting with like a 16 year old I would just be like okay you're a baby you don't know you're a child like I would think that our emotional intelligences were different but clearly Babs's emotional intelligence is that of a 23 year old Correct. and I am a 23 year old so here's what I think and I really think that I'm right about this I'm gonna, I'm gonna be clear about that I believe she didn't like Madison because she felt judged by her beliefs. When Madison said, like, this is what I'm looking for, this is who I am, I feel like Barbara, who's very protective of her children, which, you know, mama bear gotta be, but I think she took that as a personal, like, are you telling me that my son is not good enough for you? Mm -hmm. Excuse me? I think she took that extremely personally. And... She never really quite let go of that, like, judgment feeling. And I feel like that's backed up by the fact that suddenly Hannah Ann was sent by the Lord himself on Angel a cloud. Angel on earth. Angel on earth. I prayed for her. She has arrived. God delivered her to you. Suddenly she turned on religion in a way that didn't seem authentic to me, particularly because that was her problem with Madison because she said like, look, my, my son's not like your religious head of household. Well, maybe, but I also think that Barb clearly doesn't have an issue going against Peter. Like, no. So like we say, like she's offended that you don't think her angel baby, perfect son is good enough for you in her eyes. What she might've taken, what Madison was saying, but here she is like, cause you know that Peter and her have had a chat about how he, she doesn't like Madison. They've chatted about it before. Yes. There has been talk about it. He probably told her, don't say anything. But she clearly, her sitting there clapping for Hannah Ann, agreeing that he's a piece of garbage. She's like, <laughs> yes, Hannah Ann, he does suck. Woo, go girly. So he, she's clearly not like, she sees that Peter can do wrong. Right. So I, yes. I, So her like thinking like, how Madison, how do you not see him as an angel like floating on clouds? Like, I think she can recognize when Peter sucks. Yeah, but I don't think it's about Peter. I think she took that personally. Like herself. Like, you didn't raise him to be the man I want. Exactly. Like, he should be religious. He should be this spiritual head of household. Maybe. I mean, well, and she she is Cuban, um, which, I I mean, so she could... They are spiritual or religious? What did they say they are? I I don't ever know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't pay attention to their religion because I didn't know it would be such a big deal. You know, like, I didn't... I was never paying attention to that. Well, I feel like Peter, when he and Madison were having that that talk, you know, several episodes ago, he implied having a religious background, but that he wasn't the most active participant. Right. Maddie wants um, the 
like head of the football coach preaching on every Sunday with their two long little brown haired kids 100%. running around in her. They look like they're in their Easter best every day. So that's the man she wants. So I'm confused why she went on Windmill Guys season, why you went on The Bachelor to find that man in the first place, mm-hmm. and why you didn't leave at any point. She had plenty of opportunities to leave. She I think knew it's he fine. wasn't the man she wanted. I think it's fine to have showed up. I think it's fine to have competed and gone through it a little bit. But she she kept herself around way too she long. She knew for a long time ago that that was not the man. He was not the man that she had envisioned to be her perfect man. And that's okay. But then, then you, can't, you, hold your, you can't hold your values against him later on. Then why, if that's the case, did this homegirl... Leave, have Chris Harrison come over, decide to try to get Peter back. I mean, knowing that not only has he destroyed her by doing the one thing he she asked him not to do, sleep with the other two. But she never told him why she didn't want him to do that. Correct. Then, not only does he sleep with them both, he proposes to one of them. And now all of these things that had you head in hands for the last two episodes staring at the floor, those are, are fine. all gone? I, I genuinely think that Maddie wanted a little bit of clout. I really do. I don't... I'm, I question Maddie's motives all day long. Yeah. I need Not to know... Not that Barb acted great by no. any means... Barb was out of control. It was childish and classless and just... It Not was just cute. Ridiculous, honestly. Do you believe... Well, not to mention... Well, what do you think about the really quickly about this, um, she kept us waiting for three hours, she told me she didn't love my son, and she never apologized to us? Um, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I love your son if I don't love your son. And you should not want me to do that. I met your son two months ago. So I think it would be ridiculous. I think that Barb is used to being praised and kissed and her like because she's allowed she's got a personality i think people are scared of her it seems like peter sure as crap is <laughs> once again almost said something wrong um peter is like uh, the husband clearly is you know so i think that hannah ann came in there and said just what she needed to say to the mother-in-law to make the mother-in-law like her and maddie didn't maddie didn't come in there and kiss barb's butt and i don't think barb liked that I don't think Barb liked that Maddie wasn't obsessed with her son. I don't think Barb liked that Maddie wasn't obsessed with her, didn't want to be her BFF ever. Do you think that she was fine with Maddie at first because it was the beginning and because she was essentially the star of the show because she was the bride of the vow renewal? Yes, yes, I do. And, like, we don't know if this girl's even going to last. Like, who cares? True. But here we are. We're in the end. My son's supposed to be proposing to you, and you're not obsessed with him? He's supposed to have women fighting over them. He's the bachelor now because she already had to deal with Hannah Brown not wanting her son. Right. And I'm sure she didn't take that very well. (laughs) And so (laughs) I have a feeling. Um... And so, yeah, I just don't think that she, I think she's one of those mother-in-laws that needs a daughter-in-law that just is a yes, yes, ma'am, yes, yes, you're right, you get to carve the turkey this year, and you're in charge, and we'll do it at your house, and we'll do Christmas your way every time. Yes. And I think Maddie had her own ideas, and Maddie keeps saying, this is mine, too, my journey, too, it's not just about your son. Maddie also. It's not just about PETA. So not only do I feel like Maddie, um, Maddie was... I, I just don't know what Maddie sees in Peter. No, Tell I don't me know what why she likes him. Peter, but that's Tell a totally me why she topic. likes him because it appears that they don't offer the same values. This whole idea of we, you know, love conquers all and we will we will rise. I don't believe in that after six weeks. That's not a thing. No, absolutely not. Um, I don't see what they see in one another. 
you don't have his family's support. And then she had a case of the smirks up there. Well, so so I think that Babs just didn't like Maddie because Maddie didn't kiss her ass. Yes. I genuinely okay. think that. Um, I don't know. If Maddie and Peter are in a fight and I have to go in there and meet your mom, that's not the time I want to do that. Especially when I know that your mom is ten times the extra. Right. So either I don't And you do feel like, hey, I've already met them, so it's not like this visit is. Right. Crucial. And Peter didn't have to go meet Vicky F's parents, so why do I gotta go meet your parents? Oh yeah, Babs, you forgot about that? The respect of meeting someone's parents? Well, your Ooh, son didn't go kaboom. meet anyone's someone's parents. Like your son's not, you know, Mr. Respectful over here. You know what I mean? Yep. Like what are we what are we acting like for real, Barb? So I don't know if I thought it was a production thing. I obviously know that filming takes forever. I don't know if I think that Maddie and Peter were fighting and she was like, I don't want to go inside because I don't even know if I want to be here. Why go entertain this man and his family and all this exhausting garbage and have these fights with his mother? Because she probably knew she was going right. to have that little tiff. And I also could see at the moment you're, fi you're filming a television program. So I feel like whatever you're doing in that moment is what's happening with the program. Right. Like, maybe Maddie didn't know that she was supposed to be in there three hours before. If you were actually, like, sitting outside someone's house and you haven't gone in, then there might be that normal feeling of, like, ah, they're waiting for us. I know they have a turkey on. Right. We got to get in there. But in this moment, you're filming a program. You're fighting with your man. Yes. So he probably... Because, like, clearly she wasn't working on her makeup. Let's. That's for damn sure. Because maybe she's going, like, do we have to go in there? What's the deal? And... Producers are probably just going like, "Do no, your thing, talk it it's out, fine. talk it out. It's all good." So I don't, I don't necessarily think that there was an apology owed. No, I don't either. I do not think. I mean, but I do think that like when Barb was saying all those things, instead of smirking like Madison was and winking at the camera and doing her weird lip lick tongue palate cleanser thing. Yeah, I think she could have said, I "I'm so sorry. That's not what I meant to do. I didn't mean for it to come off that way." That's not what I was understanding was happening. I told I, I was told I had all the time in the world. Whatever her excuse is, because we don't know what it is. Right. And I'm not saying get in a fight with Barb, but I think she could have been much more apologetic. Yes. In that moment. Like, I'm so sorry. I, I, she did say, I won't say anything bad about his family, but you clearly wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would have wanted to, too. She just attacked you on live TV, and she just, she just called you out, essentially. And Peter let her do it. I, I would never be with a man that would not stand up. And be like, Mom, stop. Stop. He did in the weeniest to little his dad. sneaky way towards the end. He's, but overall, he let there. He did. Unless producers told him he had to. Unless they said, you cannot say anything. You have to let this happen. I don't understand why he couldn't just be like. Because he's not only, he's like, you're not only protecting your girlfriend. You're, you're, letting, you're protecting your mom. She's embarrassing mm -hmm. herself right now. Well, you can't tell me that there wasn't a commercial break opportunity. And he could have scooted on over there and been like, Mom. You're on bab cam. I Stop. see the eye rolling. Chill. Yeah. Or chill. Can, like, mom, please don't do this to me. Right. Please, like, don't You're do gonna this right now. You're going to ruin this between me and this girl who I am in love with. Which, N not even oh, the Aria, girl. You're embarrassing Aria. our family. Yes. I don't agreed. even care about Madison. Like, mom, don't do this to me. I am already a joke of Bachelor Nation. I do not need it to be worse. Yep. Like, yep. stop. And, like, I just don't understand what mom wouldn't stop. But Peter, the scared little dog he is, just sat there and let his mom do it. Because I don't think he said a word to his mom. Yes. And maybe the producers didn't let him. Who knows? Maybe, But I oh, doubt it. Are you kidding? If there was an opportunity for a 
Babs versus Pete showdown. Right. That's the only thing that they would have extended programming even further for. Well, I wish they would have. Um, I was like, why are Poor we listening? Claire. Yeah, why Poor are we Claire listening Crawley to Claire Crawley she's like, when I want the? Where's the camera backstage? I tell this you is what. Cl- like, what is going on? This is what we want. We don't care about this. Claire sis. has never looked like a f- greater, brighter, fresh of breath of fresh air. I mean, she just comes in there like. Look at me, late in life bachelorette. Like, mm. I don't know. Ugh. I just like, I just, I can't believe Peter. He kind of did. He said, but me loving Maddie like should be enough. But he should have stood up and been like, mom, please stop. Right. You, b- please. You need to get her to know her differently. Or just, just not even, you don't even have to stand up for Madison. Just mom, stop. Mom, this is in the place. Mom, mom quit. Yep. Please. Agreed. Stop. Because like, I, I'm not saying you got to pick your girlfriend over your mom or anything like that. But it's like That's when two people territory. are screaming at each other. You're just like, hey, cut it out. We're, this is not positive. This is going nowhere. So it makes me wonder what these little Weber family, what this little Weber family <laughs> is actually out here looking right, for. Right, right. Because, like, to me, Barb is a stage mom trying to get her son famous. And she will behave however she needs to behave well, she to came keep with her a, son relevant. She came up with a fresh haircut. And she got her makeup done for that after the final rose. Don't, oh, yes. don't you kid yourself. We watched her cry and sob over, bring her home to us. And she looked real different last night. She had a contour. Yeah. A contour that we had not seen previously. Bringing color to her face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just, uh, I just can't. I mean, I, it makes me wonder. Because obviously this family was very interested in being a famous family when Hannah Brown season came around. They were very prevalent in that season. They were very important in that season. Everybody was like, yeah, The Bachelor sucks, but we get to see more of his family. Like, And they would like post Twitter, would post pictures of the family. Mm-hmm. So like, they knew that they were a very loved family. Agreed. And so it just makes me wonder, what family signs up to do this? Because that whole family was involved. Mm-hmm. It, it's just weird to me. It, yeah. I question Maddie's motives. I question anyone who's on The Bachelor's motives. So here's the other reason that um, I'm ish on Maddie. Don't forget. Okay, so if we established that the Chris Harrison Madison pickup happened in February 12th. So if this season began in January, it was that second episode when Madison was caught posting on the Mm -hmm. fan accounts saying, beautiful date, Maddie, you are genuine and real. So at this point, she and Peter are not together. They may or may not be communicating, but they're not together. And Homegirl is posting on her own fan accounts. I don't like that much. And no, you are not genuine and real. No, I don't find her to be genuine or real. Uh, I don't think Hannah Ann was ever going to let herself look bad at all. No. She was never going to let herself look bad. And I just, this whole Hannah Brown, Peter Weber girls this whole two seasons of cast because they kind of have intertwined they need to go away for a while yeah it's time to bury that we need a moment unless hannah brown's gonna come out here and expose babs unless some i need peter or maddie or hannah ann i need some comments on babs i agree and if that's not gonna happen within the next week this needs to be put to bed i wonder well no because hannah ann seemed to have a she did experience she posted her. that uh photo in a pilot's outfit yes, though the, the like no turbulence allowed yes. and then hannah brown today posted um i i choose sun over shade yeah which everyone with their little clever, clever oh little yes honey yes um i just think peter's too childish and none of these people want to be with him no except he's for, a fool peter is a fool 
he's it's just I, I don't think he ever had any malintent. No. He's just so dumb. He he's is just really, a dumb 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 boy. Yeah, he is a dim bulb. All right, so let's go over this. Did anyone win last night? Hannah Ann, to me, not a winner. No. She accepted a proposal knowing that something was wonk. She did it anyway. Well, and Loser. even if you wanted to believe in your heart that it was good, like, I feel bad for her. Yeah. I, I, she, I think she, she seems weak to me in a yeah. sense and, like, insecure in a sense because, like, you, it seems like she just wanted to believe so badly that he yes. was proposing to her. So bad life decision made, lost. Yes. Maddie. The thirst is real, not genuine and real. Horrible dress. Sat up you. there, sat up there with the smirk of the month club. And um, no. No, I mean, I'm, I'm glad she didn't fight back with Barb. I also thought that would that would have been horrible. So like she sort of handled it kind of okay, I guess. I feel bad for her that this 50, because I wouldn't know what to do if a 50 year old woman was attacking me either. Right. I'm like, I would be like, How oh, awkward. you're my elder. I'm dating your son. We're on TV. Like, oh my God, what do I do here? So I guess for at the moment, I guess maybe she behaved okay, but she was smirking like she was fighting with another like young adult, mm-hmm. and you're fighting with an adult, like a real adult girly right. poo. So like I personally would have been much more apologetic. Peter, obviously a total such a loser, total loser. He's got to be so embarrassed. <laughs> I hope he is embarrassed, I do too. and I hope he learns about being decisive, and and I hope he learns about what Hannah Ann said, which was perhaps you don't realize that like your words are a thing, and it's not just like this sounds good or this is what they would say if this was the notebook. I think that Peter needs to realize that your indecisiveness affects other people. Yes. It is not just about you and your decisions. Other people, like you need to be a man of your word and like you going back and forth. Whenever Hannah said like, oh, confuse Peter again. I was like, ha true. <laughs> like yeah, he just good. Seriously, like you need to know that your contemplations and your actions, like they're affecting other people. These two girls aren't just sitting here waiting for you to pick them and you get to take all the time in the world to consider them. No, they're going to leave at some point. You know, like he lacks respect for other Agreed. women, I think. Agreed. He's so in his own head. And I feel bad that his model... Of what a woman is in her in his life is chaotic, Oof. emotional, um, impulsive. Clearly, you know I don't think he has a great a great idea of what perhaps a stable relationship is, looks like. And I don't mean that his mom and his dad are unstable. I just mean that I think there's probably a lot of fireworks in this situation. Right. And and he she clearly behaves that way with him too. You know, can you imagine like on his first communion day and like oh, yeah. she like got a little concealer like when she hugged him on the shoulder of his white tux and yeah. she was probably like, ah! These photos, they're ruined. They're not like. Yeah, yeah, no. I, oh, that woman. They need to be put to bed. They need to go. I think Chris Harrison Thank you, knows Webbers. they need to go. Thank you, Webbers. I mean, it You've made for enough. beautiful reality television. Quite frankly, I'm very grateful for Barb for airing out all her dirty laundry and exposing her skeletons. But when we're talking morally, some things are behind closed doors. That's why we don't know all the things we think we want to know about celebrities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why there's rumors and gossip because you don't need to know everything barb and if you're not going to do a follow-up episode about what happens if they stay together then i don't want to hear it um where do we think they are at this exact moment uh, they're definitely not talking to his mother he's definitely not speaking i think maddie and peter are together and i think that they are teaming up together look like for them honestly um they definitely don't live in the same place yet but like they're probably just like i think they're probably starting a relationship like any other normal people would 
They yeah. don't know each other at all. No, not at all. And like even in a normal situation, like I feel like anybody that leaves The Bachelor, you have to get to know them in real life too. Did they do any morning show rounds or no? Any I don't think I saw show anything. Rounds? No. Okay. No, probably because that's. Didn't I mean, know that's the that interview that's... of the century, right? And I don't think they probably knew that. Obviously, they didn't know that right. Barb was going to behave the way she behaved. Chris Harrison, why is Neil Lane in the audience holding a briefcase for no reason? Okay? Yeah, no, for, for no, no not a sale. That's why that briefcase had nothing it in it. It stayed closed. <laughs> Unless Kelly, the attorney, was like, do you have anything maybe in a tennis bracelet? Yeah. <laughs> for me, myself, I like to buy it for myself because I only need myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lauren, we're going to wrap this up. What a memorable season. What a dumpster fire. I can't believe a season I truly despised the entire way through ended up in a finale that was like a heart stopper. I loved it. Screaming in the photog lounge. Still can't catch my breath. No, I, I haven't stopped thinking about it all day, quite frankly. And I have a lot of work to do. So when you guys see my story tonight, it might not be very good. But please understand and forgive me. My heart is somewhere else. Denise might look a little disheveled, but it's because we're stressed. That's right. And we're constantly refreshing Twitter to find out what's happening with Bachelor Nation. Someone check on Bachelor Nation because we're not okay. <laughs> we are not. We're not okay. <laughs> we're, we're struggling. <laughs> we need love, too. All right, you guys. Okay. On a mother level is here we're, what are we, we gonna, returned what are we gonna do next at denise wqad um not the singing program absolutely not <laughs> bachelor in paradise will Duh. be where we are next okay after that is bachelor do we think hannah Games. ann's gonna do a little bip yeah yeah <laughs> she's or not done on tv girl yeah, sis is in. Sis, well well just stay away from that blake well sis is like blake horstman sis like this is your moment sis yeah. This is a better moment than it was if you would have ended up with Peter. Agreed. Like, oh, yeah, because it's Peter. Yeah, like, you're you're having a moment. I need a good bachelor. Oof. All right. Oh, I sent you that snack on Claire Colley's season, though. Oh. Ooh, okay. Oh, my gosh. All right, Ooh, I got to check cutified. my correspondence. I know, I All right, go. thanks, everybody. Thanks, bye. You have been listening to the WQAD Podcast Network. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.